Hi everyone, this is Josh, the DM. Welcome to Nerdy People Play Dungeons & Dragons, part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network. I'm Tyler from the Talking Fail and the Discographers Podcasts. I'm playing the Human Ranger, Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. I'm Jesse from the Our Turn Podcast, and I'm playing Valorax, the Dragonborn Fighter. Everyone, welcome to Dungeons and Dragons, where we've discovered Josh is really not as bright as he'd like to be. Again. This is getting embarrassing how many times we've discovered this. It's like you're new to podcasting or something, which you totally are, and therefore, you don't know everything. If everybody knew everything about everything, it'd be a very boring world. Yes, but probably also a better one. Mm, Maybe. No, our failings is what... Our yeah, failings okay, is what makes D&D. us interesting. <laughs> yeah. Very true. So, um, from last week, you guys had given an almost an entire orc camp a case of the runs. Um, again, well done. Um, and you had snuck up to the walls, uh, and were essentially preparing to infiltrate to find the chief's tent or building and steal the wings for Adriel, the angel. Um... One thing I should have added is, Amethysia, as you approach the wall and you see just all these orcs, just, it's not a pleasant sight. You can hear the voice of your patron. He is laughing his ass off. It is just intense Harlequin style, I am going to potentially rupture something laughter. And just then a slow, impressed clap, like, my God, I could not have done better <laughs> so you have won some points with your patron that's that's very good stuff all right i'll take it excellent so what would you guys like to do now I mean, where do you guys think we're right, we already snuck in right you had snuck <clears throat> up to the wall but you had not snuck into the camp you do, however, have pass without trace on, so your stealth rolls are going to be quite amazing. Alright, let's... <laughs> you guys want to pass through this here wall? I'll lead, watch, follow yeah. me. Okay. Oh dear. Well, you didn't have to roll for that, so I'll ignore it. Oh good. What I was going to say is, can each of you give me a perception check... Okay, so he's not very perceptive, then, is what we've learned. Gary's probably very distracted by... If, actually, does Gary have a sense of smell like you, like, unlike you, Ethan? Sorry. I haven't decided. It'd be difficult to, like... I don't know how to pretend to have a sense of smell. <laughs> okay. It is, uh, it's hard for me to focus when my patron's laughing in my ear, so... Yeah, you're, def- you're definitely not paying attention, but, um, Aiden, you are... You have essentially, like, gone, ha! Huh! And then just waited for all the echoes of the buildings and the moving orcs to come back to you. You realize that, A, there is a small group of orcs to the left of the building, but you were able to kind of, like, pop your head around, have a bit of a look. You're pretty sure they didn't see you, but they were standing around. So you guys are going to have to roll stealth checks to come in and to move to a building, which is a few meters off to your right. 
Okay. Or a few more feet off to your right if you're using feet and inches, which technically we are. Ah, yes. Well, then I suppose, then do we just roll to do that? Yep. Give me stealths. Cool. Well, thank goodness for Okay. Well, the good news oh, well, is... Oh, I forgot I have expertise in stealth. I would be fine regardless. Yes, absolutely. These, I mean, Orc's passive perception is not particularly great at the best of times, and given there's a lot happening, um, it's actually really, really easy to essentially sneak in without any of them really noticing. What you do notice, though, is there are three Orcs. Two of them are holding a human slave that you're pretty sure you saw fetching water, and the other one is just absolutely pummeling him. Wow. Oh. Moral conundrum. Yeah. Mm. Well, here's the deal. Like, I don't I mean, think I cast feel... without trace goes away if you attack people. I suspect it might, but I know you guys can cast it a couple of times. Well, but it's just here's the deal. Like one human, if we start fighting people, that's going to potentially draw other attention in the midst of it, whether we can cast path without trace again or not, and if. Azrael? What's his name? Adriel. Adriel. <laughs> uh, if he becomes alerted to our presence early, that could be very bad. Well, the, the, the orc chief, if he becomes aware of your presence, yeah. that could be bad. Oh, yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. The, the thing that has yeah, Adriel's but, wings. But likely the reason why he's being beaten is because of the poison that we did. Aiden, you're, you're able to recognize what they're saying is essentially if you bring that stink water back to us again, we will, you know, we're, we're going to just yeah. keep punching. Well, assuming right. they're not pummeling so, him for information about anything he might have seen, like us, theoretically, if he doesn't know anything, I don't know, whatever. He if doesn't he know anything, to... yeah. You, you don't think so. He is just saying, please stop punching me. <laughs> please stop punching me. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> Why are you punching me? <laughs> All right. I mean, I feel bad for this guy. Uh, um, hold on. Just a brief question. Yeah. If a spell's a concentration up to an hour, mm -hmm. um, does that mean I can fight? Or have I just got to yes, be chilling does. at the it back going? Yes, it does. It just means going? you don't get hit. Or you have to pass concentration rolls. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, we can continue passing without trace as long as I don't get hit. Do, yeah, I mean, there's two of them. Three. Do can we like, or three of them? Uh, do we just want to like, like sneak attack these guys and and save this dude? Yeah, maybe let Ethan hang back or let uh, Gary hang back, just so he's less likely to get hit, and the other three of us sneak up from behind and attempt to stealthily take them out. Very good. All right. I'll use my bow and arrow because I think that's going to give. Oh yeah, I have a best at that. I have a bow, too. I have a crossbow. Oh, I'll throw a kunai. Okay. I just okay. I just know my bow and arrow is like my. Best what I'll thing. do is I'll let you guys react with your dexterity scores. So that's going to be Gary first. Aiden and Amethysia would be next and tied, and then Val would go. And you guys are maybe fifteen feet away from these guys. All right. Uh, well, since I'm trying, would it? 
before we jump into this, would it help? Because I have uh, smoke uh, fog cloud. I, I don't think it would really help if I... No, really uh, I mean, look, let's fog. be honest. A large fog cloud suddenly help. spawning in the orc camp may attract attention. Wait, I'm not going to say I it got, will. Right. Hang on, I so, got a better idea. All right. Yeah. I got a better idea. Now that we've already passed without trace and we're in the camp, uh, can't I throw down a uh, silence and then we can just beat them up? Ooh. Ooh. You have silence? Yeah, yeah dude. okay. Well, this is important information. That would totally be cool. Well, yeah, okay. That, that so, would be pretty cool. Quick. The only thing I need to check is silence a concentration spell. It is, so I'd have to drop the pass without trace, but we're already in there, so whatever. Well, I have okay. I have pass without trace, and in the pass without trace description, it says a veil of shadows and silence radiates from you. Yeah, is radiates that, from you, his, not from say. Not if so, if someone's next to you, shouting gotcha. their head off. So, gotcha. Well, how about I'll I'll activate my pass without trace, and and I'll 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 attack from a distance, and then Gary can do his silence. Yeah. All right. Okay. Does somebody want to tell me what silence does? Because I don't know. No sounds emanate from a 20-foot radius around a point, which I'm going to say is the dude. Or okay. a vaguely central point around these three orcs. Okay. I've only got uh, one chi point left now, but, you know, it's for a good cause. I like this. So, essentially, you guys go into, like, commando mode, and somehow, with gestures only, you manage to communicate this. I'm not going to bother reenacting because this is an audio format. We stuck. <laughs> and we, while we it all would be stuck really the, funny, <laughs> we all stuck our heads in the bag, and that's where we discussed this. <laughs> it's like it's like it's like in Metal Gear Solid Two when people are like, "We need to do a codec conversation so no one can else can hear us." That makes no sense. It's pretty much it's it is very Metal Gear Solid. What just happened? Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so, as I said, in order of dexterity, so Gary, if you attack, you will be rolling with advantage because this is a surprise. Alright, but I'm trying not to get hit, so, okay. uh, one Q&I coming right up. One q and I with advantage coming right up. <laughs> Oof. Uh, oh, there we go. Oh, redeemed. I recognize uh, that for the purposes of gameplay, we have to take turns because obviously we can't talk simultaneously. But like in uh, real life, which is not real life, in this fake world, assuming that we had formulated this plan, I imagine we would all be striking simultaneously. How does that work as far as the mechanics of D and D go? Um, you all you just roll the dice one at a time because then Josh can record the results. Right. Okay. Um, but yeah, well, yeah I mean, like, it's it's, it's like it's, one or gets a knife in him. And he's like, Ugh! another one. Well, he's like, well, he's not like, because he can't make noise. But he's he reacts like he gets hit. And, but it, it all happens at the same time. Okay. And then and then we draw right. the initiative. Yeah. Kenai's deal one d six, right? It's been yeah. a while since I threw one. Um, I'm pretty sure it's one d six. Okay. Well, two d six plus dex. Uh, yep. so that's nine damage to one of these blighters. Okay, so your kunai comes out of nowhere, and you can see it stick nicely in his back. He is still standing, but you can tell that... I mean, you hit something that's reasonably vital, so so he's not particularly happy about it. Okay, so Aiden, Amethysia, can you give me your rolls? 
Yep. Uh, yes. You also do still have a move action. So if you guys want to do something after that, that's all good. Okay. Gary, don't you have a second attack? No. I have a second melee attack, but I'm chilling no, out. Q9. Oh, you, you, just... can, you can also kunai, I think. Yeah. Oh, can I kunai twice? Yes. Slow down, Aiden, good sir. Okay. If Aiden, I... that is definitely a hit. So if I want to use an inspiration dice, I don't have to decide before I roll? Um, decide after, or no? You decide after, yes. Okay. Another okay. nine damage as I okay. play throwing oh, guards on well, this dude. didn't need it. Okay. You did not. Okay, so Aiden, you hit with your first attack. Can you roll me your second attack, okay. please? And also, are you guys all targeting one or two guys, or are you each targeting a different guy? I think we're each targeting we a different guy. That makes sense? Correct. Okay. Okay, so Aiden, you've got two hits. Very nice. 11 and 2. So, 10 and 11. Very nice. Yes. Okay, so you guys watch as each of... Okay, also, um, Val, you will get a move in this. So, Gary, right. you fling out two kunai. One sticks in each shoulder. And you can tell this is almost like a reverse um, Jim Carrey. Ace Ventura. Um, we'd be like screaming like, ah, ah, kind of thing. Um Crystal, uh, sorry, Emethesia, your bolt takes the orc nicely between the shoulder blades and definitely does him a bit of damage, but you can see it didn't really sink in enough to put him down. Well, there's um, poison in it, so that helps. Is there? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm using my poison bolts. Okay, okay. And he is definitely poisoned. So if I recall, I think it was another 2d6 I said on those. Uh, I don't know. Um, let's, let's just see. say it is. Okay. Because I think that's what I made that drow roll when Ethan hit him with his own bolt. Okay. Oh, First that's the nice. squits and now this. Yeah, I mean, these orcs are not doing very well. I mean, you know, you can see, like, stains on them that are just very telling. But this one, he just suddenly feels his veins just alive with fire as the poison churns through his system. And Aiden... Your two arrows strike this orc almost beautifully in the same spot. And you can tell that this orc, like, his lungs are starting to fill up with blood. Like, he's not doing well, but he does have a little bit left in the can. And now, Val, you're up. So they're all injured, but still standing. Yeah. <clears throat> the, in fact, the two that were holding the slave, they've actually dropped him now. And they're just, like, recoiling from being hit. When we were coming up, how isolated from the rest of the camp is this spot? It's reasonably isolated. It's essentially against like a small, it's like in between a small building and the wall. So it is, it's kind of shadowy anyways. And is there ambient light elsewhere in the camp coming from fires and stuff? You can see, yes. Okay, perfect. I'm saddling up to the side of them and I'm going to breathe fire away from the center of the camp. So I can hopefully hit all three okay. in a line. Yeah, because I've oh, never okay. gotten to breathe fire, and they're all in a line. So let's do this thing. Yes. Okay. So they have to make dex saves, I believe. DC fifteen dex save. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say it's a disadvantage because this is still essentially a um, 
What's the name? A surprise attack? Wow, that's uh, that's garbage. <laughs> Holy! Even oh. with disadvantage, 18, yeah. 19, 7. Wow. So, g- give me the damage. Okay. <laughs> that that is that is some amazing rolling for me. Yeah. I, I wish I could have been rolling that good last night when I was playing. Wow, and I'm rolling garbage tonight. So, wow, You're not doing the one great. guy. The one guy who say didn't save takes six. The rest take three. Okay, Carol so they kind of do doing something useful and not so much. No, it still looked so really, really badass, though. It did look really badass, and the slave is looking up like he's just seen this shadowy form come forward and just bathe these three orcs in just like fire. And we now roll initiative. I want to breathe fire. You, didn't you do... No, I did it the one time with yeah, the potion. Yeah, you did. Never mind. Okay. Nine? Yeah, both... Or not nine, twelve. Both. Seven. Wow, okay. both, both Dragonborn this week have breathed horribly, so I'm sad. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, That's all right. so... We've got Orc... Well, I'll make him Orc 2. He's going to go first with a 20. Jeez. Dicebot hates us tonight again. <laughs> yeah, Dicebot's taking its vengeance upon thee. Okay, we then have Crystal and Val. Or Amethesia. Amy, Val. How'd Josh go in his roles? They're actually not very good. Except for that one guy. Okay. Yeah, he did alright. Aid. Gary. Orc one, orc three. Cool. So, Orc two, he sees you, Val, and he's like, what would I, are you? And swings directly in at you. Now, I don't know if Pass Without Trace gives any kind of disadvantage, but I'm going to say it no. doesn't. But he doesn't need advantage. <laughs> Dicebot giveth. Dicebot taketh away. <laughs> so Dicebot he's rolled. everybody now. <laughs> he has rolled a critical fail. And I'm going to see now what happens and just roll in a, an attack roll and think of something funny. So he comes towards you and you are able to easily deflect it. Like he's clearly not thinking very well. He's been, he's been poised, oh sorry, he's been hit with arrows. He's been set on fire. His mind is clearly not on the job, but he he's able, you are able to push his attack away. So I'll, I'll give you advantage on, on the next attack roll against him. Um, funnily enough, Amy, Val, you guys are up. Ladies first, please. Um... Yes, because she's got the better decks. (laughs) (laughs) So, are they all still relatively close to one another, then? They are. Are They're also really... in my way? (laughs) Val would, and the slave is still standing between them. Oh, I call... For the record, I... While I think Val could take it, I won't... Well, technically I'm off to the side of them because I would have to be to breathe a line of fire on them. Yes. So you could angle it. I the know what she's thinking. Slave. Yeah, the other thing... Oh, actually, no. It wouldn't make the sound this time. Because you're in oh. silence. 
the thunder wave not work in silence? No, it does. It absolutely <laughs> oh. does. But it doesn't make a sound that's hearable for 300 feet because you'd be in okay. the silence thing. I mean, as long as the thunder wave doesn't extend past 20 feet radius. It would be roughly no, in the middle of these orbs. I would say. All right. Do it. Knock yourself out. You haven't gotten to cast this in a long time. Do it. <laughs> All right, I'm doing it then. Okay. Let's see what happens. All right. And I am going to use my inspiration die. You don't need to. Never mind. Because I have to save. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I was trying to use it. <laughs> okay, that was for the slave. Actually, his constitution wouldn't be that good, but he rolled a 16, flat, so he, he's okay. He's going to take some damage, but, you know. Right. Yeah, you'll take two... Oh, no, yeah, you were... Nice. Half of it. Half okay, so 2D8. give me the 2d8, if you would, please, Amethysia. Okay. That'll be a solid split-in-the-middle kind of a roll. I'll take it. That's, yeah, pretty pretty well on average. Okay, so... I'm going to say he's dead. I'm going to say he dead. And I'm going to say he's on one. But I suspect he's about to be dead. And the slave is... He's buffeted, but he's not knocked back. But two orc corpses just hurl forward. Like, hurl back and they, they slam against the wall. They slam against the building, but... I mean, there's a lot of noise going on, and I mean, you you are in silence. I mean, they just noiselessly collapse. And Val, you are dealing with one orc who is on maybe less than two hit points, but more than zero, and you have um, advantage on this guy. Okay. Oh, not this guy. Sorry, that guy's dead. But you know, you could you could hit him. I think. Go over and flick him. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, I think I hit him. I, I, yeah, he'd gone. So as he is recovering, I, you simply step forward I, and just... I want to punch him in the face. I don't actually want to stab him. Just come up and just jack him right in, right in the jaw. Okay. He's, like, lethally punch him? Um... I do like the idea of killing someone with a punch. Sure. I'm picturing, I'm picturing those, like, scenes from the Scott Pilgrim movie where, like, he does, like, the uppercut... And the, the dude flies up in the air and just bursts into coins. <laughs> what I will say, because I also <laughs> loved Scott Pilgrim. Um, it was great. And it was good to see a young Captain America. Um, oh, yeah, the vegan. Yeah. No. <laughs> you, you were one he was the skateboarder, but now you will be gone. <laughs> he was the skateboarder. He was a, oh, yeah, that's right. He, was, yeah. he wasn't the vegan. Who was the vegan? Uh, Superman. Wow, there's a lot of superheroes in that movie. Yeah, it's like superhero movies have suddenly become a massive thing. In fact, Chris Evans has been in four comic book movies in his career. Hey, look, orcs. Yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good point. So, Val, you step forward and you just uppercut straight into this guy's face, and he is able to see your fist coming, and for him, time slows down as this dragonborn fist just erupts into his nose, and you just, you force bone fragments upwards, and he just, like, it's not pretty. And you're like, like just wiping your hand off on your pants kind of thing. The slaves look up at you three and just mouths words at you like. And then you realize. <laughs> Thank you, Ethan. Valcon punch. Yes. And then you realize you're in a silence thing. And you, and you guys kind of like 
congregate around the building. And he says, thank you. Thank you for rescuing me. Where's the rest of you? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, yeah, I don't really know. We're just here for some wings. Like chicken wings? Orcs do that? Oh, no. Um... <laughs> Sorry, that was bad. Um, wings? Like, like big wings? I know where they are. Oh? Yeah. Um, and he points at a building that is right in the middle, and you guys can see scrawled on this building in large shapes are like big orcish runes. It's like, yeah, that's that, that's the chieftain's building over there. You you're not here to rescue us? Nah, nah, we're just here for the wings, really. I mean, in, we could probably use some karma. Um, in indirectly, this will rescue you. <laughs> okay. Well, Maybe I, just don't drink the water. With your... I gathered. Oh yeah, that was we're, totally we're, us. We're more into giving you the tools to rescue yourself, kind of a thing. When did you guys become the Republican Party? Um, oh no! We're not doing this, Josh. No, we're and not. And join Back us up. next week on Nerdy People. <laughs> Wait, no, 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 no. Where no, Josh no, plays where... Dungeons Dragons with himself. <laughs> No, 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 no. We're the Abe Lincoln era Republican Party. We're freeing the slaves. There's probably well saved, at least, Ethan. Like, one of the only good ones. But... Well saved. Very good. So he points over at this uh, this large building. It's it's a very very roughly put together with with logs and mud. Um, it is, however, the nicest building in this complex. All right, I, I think I believe him. Okay. Each of you give me another perception roll. Oh, goody. Using my mouse with my left hand. Because you're holding a puppy dog. <laughs> it's not my fault. She's so adorable. That's all right. She's very fluffy. She is very fluffy. Okay, so... Gary, Aiden, you two, you two can see in the darkness, or the or the dimness, I should say, sorry. There are a couple of orcs still standing out the front of the chief's tent, but they don't really appear to be paying much attention. They seem somewhat distracted. They're, they're holding their bellies and kind of like... Like d- doing essentially what would be called the toilet dance. Potty, 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 potty. All right, so does the... The building look like it's made out of, is it made out of like fabric tent material? It is made out of logs and mud. They're not very well put together from what you can see. So you suspect if you had someone of sufficient strength, you could potentially try to remove maybe a log from the back, but it's not going to be a quiet enterprise. I mean, I'm out of cheat points. I can't exactly, you know, silence. We could have used silence on this, but we just had to save the dude. He does say, "I, I can try to help." Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll tell those two that I've got some water, that's clean. Yeah. And and, and while they're distracted, maybe you can get the jump on them. Sure. Sounds good to me. All right. Okay. So. <laughs> He's like, okay. 
Is this guy looking for a new job or something? Um, he might be. I mean, look, he is at the moment a slave. So, I mean, he's he is really looking forward to maybe moving up in the world a little bit. I mean, it can only oh, go up. Probably. But um, you yeah, guys probably. watch him. Sorry, I just had to quickly roll the the deception versus you know wisdom and everything. You you see him walk over there, and you can't really hear what he's saying, but he's like he's nodding very very enthusiastically, and one of the orcs steps forward and just hammers him straight in the in the belly. Oh, my! So his his Great deception. Great plan, dude. They are, however, distracted. Go 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 I'm, go go! I'm running in and murdering them. How dare they! Okay. I like the uh, back him up. All right. The moxie. I I I dig the moxie. Should should I roll then? You absolutely should. Do I get advantage because they don't see this coming? You absolutely do. Yay! Uh, wow. Twelve plus a lot. Uh, twelve plus eight. So it's gonna hit. Hits. Yay! <laughs> uh, I'll make sure to hit him again. Cause... That's a good idea. Oh, uh, five plus eight, 13. Not quite. Not quite. That's all right. I'm going to do a trip attack on this guy. So he needs to make a strength save. All right. He is not going to be knocked down, but he is going to take quite a lot of damage. Yeah. Garbage rolls. They are very garbage rolls. You haven't used your action surge yet. Have you? No. Okay. These are just basic dudes. It's fine. Don't fret. Okay. Yeah, you do. You it. do cut that guy up very, very well. But he is still alive. Aiden, you said you were going to go in as well. I assume you're going to arrow, arrow, arrow. Oh, bowen. I'm going to arrow. Okay. Make sure they get the point. So, uh, total, total twenty-five. That's a hit. Do you want to hit the same total one or a different 30. one? Oh, critical hit. I'll spread it out. Okay. So I'll say the first one is against the one Val cut up, and the second being the crit. Yes. Um, is Aha. against the unwounded one. Okay, so give me some damage. Okay. Damage one is 12. And damage two. Oh, nice. You realize you rolled two dice for that. Oh, no, 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 no. You don't. You don't. That's okay. Because we said it's a, sorry, it's a full damage dice plus an additional damage dice. So that's okay. So, Val... You see as one arrow comes over the top and simply sticks this orc straight in the eye and he just tumbles backwards. The other one looks around and catches an arrow in the other eye. So Aiden was like, left, right. And just drops the two orcs beautifully. Okay. So that was pretty good. Alright. Um, I'll run... I want to, real quick, the slave guy, uh, mm -hmm. I want to ask him what his name is because then I'll be more... Uh, uh, I'll be more invested in him as a person. Uh, my name's Bob. <laughs> Hi, Bob. I'm Aiden. Hi, Aiden. Nice to meet you. Today is just another one of the manic Mondays, huh? <laughs> yeah, man. I'm Mondays. Gonna, <laughs> I'm going to drag the bodies off into the darkness. so uh, That no is a good idea. Them. Okay, so who is going to look into this building? I, I'll do it. Okay. I, hey, Bob, we got a job for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, Bob. Bob's like, um, all right. 
you you can see Bob is kind of like he's not looking I, good. Like I mean, he's taken a very serious amount of stomach pummeling in a very short I, amount. I think of time. we've we've expended Bob's capital for today. Why don't we let Bob take take five on this one? Yeah, but Bob sits down gratefully uh, on the edge of this building, and you guys can actually hear two orc voices essentially arguing from inside. Um, Aiden, you can understand what they're saying, and it's very much a conversation about. I want all the slaves dead. I want every single one of them dead. I want them sacrificed. I want every single one of them put to the sword for our god. And you can hear a still an orcish voice, but a bit more of a measured, like, just calm down voice. It's like, look, if we kill, like, that's great. That's wonderful. I, I, look, boss, I'm all behind your sacrificing stuff to our god move. It's a bold move. It's very adventurous. It's on brand. I love it. But then we have to do what they're doing. How about half? Bless you. I'm not going to make anyone up. roll anything. I was about to say, they just give us away. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have. That would have been funny. My allergies are killing me. I, I drop my sword and throw my hands up. Oh, great! <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Amy. I can't help it. <laughs> Roll initiative. No, 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 no. Okay. When you look at these two orcs, Aiden, you can see the one that is saying, I'm going to kill them. He is about half again bigger than any other orc you've ever seen, and he has massive horns out the side of his head. The one calling for calm is wearing very, very fine armor and and holds himself in a very dignified kind of pose. He is still an orc, but... He, he's he's a bit more dignified than them. You do have a look inside, and on the back wall, you can see a large pair of wings spread across the back the back wall. All right. So we have two choices. We could somehow draw them out so we can get in there, or I imagine we have I imagine we could, all our heads are in the back now. Yeah. Or or <laughs> this is a bad conversation. Yeah, uh, or we could do the thing we're not supposed to do and run in there and engage them. That's pretty much our choices at this time. Oh yeah, the angel bloke told us that we shouldn't try and take him on. He right? said it would be a very difficult fight. Hmm. Well, Bob, have you got any ideas? Um, I can maybe try to tell them that there's someone coming no we're not doing that one again what if, <laughs> what if what if i use my fog cloud like on a whole other part of the camp to try and draw everybody's attention over there preferably away from where the slaves are being kept and mm-hmm. then maybe everybody will go rush in that direction and then we can just walk inside the, the house yeah okay okay the slaves are essentially kept very near the front of the camp um, you guys are able to look over and you see what, what is what looks like an altar set up. Uh, if okay, you guys are looking toward the entrance of the camp, so it's on your right. You can see like an altar set up, and you can see like a, a slave pen is like right next to the front doors of the camp. So where would you want to cast fog cloud? And is fog cloud a concentration spell? I believe it is. 
Okay. Concentration. Well, I mean, it doesn't say anything about concentration. Yeah, it's concentration up to an hour. Okay. Hmm. Are there any orcs near the where the slaves are being held? There's a couple. I mean, they, again, they, they look very much like the orcs you guys just took out. Like, they're just like... They're, they're trying not to have a potty moment. All right. Well, I'll, I guess I'll do the, the cloud of fog, like the direct opposite of where the slaves are being held. Okay. That would be end. back towards where you guys came in. Okay. Unless anybody objects. My, my only thought is I heard you were all very good at setting things on fire. Which would not require concentration. There and is what looks like a supply dump just off to your left. A supply dump? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's where they store their dumps. Uh, anyway. I mean, oh, that was a crappy joke. I know. Are we doing this again? No, yes, we please are. Because no. we love potty humor. Look, po potty po humor. Poop look, for life. Poop jokes are not my favorite, but they're a solid number two. <laughs> It's not so solid for them, though. No. Um, Mom, so, Josh is being dumb with humor again. <laughs> All right. How about if, if I sneak over to where the supplies are? Yes. And see if I can set something on fire. Okay. G give me. With my... Give me a stealth roll. Supplies. Okay. <laughs> supplies. Oh wait, I can't say that. Um, yes. Yep. Yeah, you. You are a. You. That's essentially a thirty in stealth. So yeah, you're fine. Yeah. All right, so I'll set something on that? fire over there. Okay. So it doesn't take particularly like say, long. For the record, it wasn't me. It was not you this time. Val suggested and um, Aiden enabled him. Um, so you watch, I mean, it really only takes, I mean, you guys also like skulk back into the darkness and you guys watch as these supplies suddenly start to burn and flames go high very, very quickly because obviously orcs have a lot of alcohol and so there's, there is a lot of flame going up. And there are cries for water. And, of course, the only water they have was poisoned. Although, I mean, that's you know, it, it'll still work for putting out a fire. You guys are standing, watching, and you can see these two orcs just, like, run directly out of this building with an air of, like, what else could go wrong today? All right, well, let's go inside the building. Okay. You go inside the building, and as I said, strapped to the back wall, were a set of wings and they have been tied to the wall with essentially thick ropes so it, it takes you guys maybe a couple of minutes to uh to cut them down and what do you guys want to do then leave okay does it yeah we leave walk out the front door of the house does it look like those guards are still next to the slaves yeah, actually I'll, i'm gonna roll a wisdom for each of them, and okay. I mean, technically, I don't know what would really be the right roll, but I'm going to go with wisdom and just that, set it at a makes, decent. That makes sense. Just, just set it at like a decent, um, you know, difficulty class, like say, fifteen or something. Okay, you watch as both of these orcs leave the slaves behind. Like everyone is flooding from the camp over to the supplies area and they're trying to grab whatever water they can or they're taking off jackets and just beating the flames down. So you guys would have to maybe go around a little bit if you want to like stick to the shadows and try and sneak out. 
So I will get each of you just to give me, say, two good stealth rolls. Well, why don't why don't you guys all leave? I'll go. I'll just hit the. I'll take care of the slaves, and then I'll meet you outside. That way we don't, because we got the mission to take care of. This is just a side thing that I feel mm-hmm. bad about. And just so you guys know, Karaz has been kind of like watching from the fence, like and giving thumbs up as he goes, and he sees what you guys are doing and, and where you guys are going. So he's like wandering over to the front gate. However, Bob is going to have to make a stealth check, and Bob no. doesn't do a great job. Oh, don't mess this up for us, Bob. Yeah, okay, so that is a failure. Bob rolls a 10. Sorry, I should have rolled it in here, but you rolled a 10. So you get a 21. Val? Oh. Uh, let's see. 6 plus 1. 7. Okay, plus 10. So 17. That's uh, pretty good. Yeah. So I have 25. You have 25. So... Even though Bob stumbles, like, Gary, you and Amethysia grab him and, like, before he, like, you know, tumbles over and, you know, has a bit of a moment. You guys are able to to leave out the front door and you're just kind of standing there while Aiden, you're at the front gate. You can see that it does have a basic, like, what's called a hasp lock on there. Um, and you don't see any keys lying around. Well, I can. What, so open it, is it a cage? It's is essentially it a cage? like a. Um, it's like essentially a series of like big logs, like spiky poles in the ground. So it's not an enclosed building. It's essentially a cage made out of like branches and things. I mean, I imagine my thieves' tools would come in handy here. They probably would. All right. Well, I'm going to attempt to unlock it. Okay. I won't make you roll stealth to walk over there, but I'll. Yep. Roll to see if I'm successful. Yep. Uh, which... Uh, is, is it sleight of hand? It's sleight of hand, yeah. Okay. Which comes over, right? Oh, nice. So you, you look at this lock and you're like, Shh, doesn't even need this. And, and you just like jam a, a pick in there quickly, like... Ch- 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 and then the lock falls away. And all the slaves are looking at you like... You're the best. <laughs> and I know. You okay. guys head on out. Now, what I am going to do... Tyler wants to say something. Oh, sorry, Tyler, yes. Yeah, I was just going to say, Aiden, Aiden looks at Crystal as we're sneaking out, and like, that totally counts as a win for me, too. Like, <laughs> I, I totally helped. You totally helped. You, you did you, totally if, help. if, if it weren't Very for your good. moral support, it wouldn't have been that easy. Okay. Okay. And then I give Aiden yeah. a fist bump. Okay. Yeah. However, <laughs> as you guys are exiting the camp... You hear one lone orc voice cry out above the chaos you guys have caused, both of pooing and of fire. Which is a bad combination. It's a terrible combination. I mean, look, let's be honest. Diarrhea itself is pretty bad. Your food and all of your supplies being on fire is also bad. And then discovering your workforce is fleeing into the night. Very bad. Bad. I mean, at that point, just lay down on the ground and poop yourself. Yeah, try, <laughs> try, try not to cry. <laughs> cry a lot. Okay, so one orc essentially notices you. He cries out. But only one or two notice, and they are unsure of what to do. But I'm going to leave the episode there on that cliffhanger. Do the orcs notice? Will they chase our heroes? Will they track them down?
Find out. Look, if you probably next week. If you guys want to make a head start, jump in the bag. And, uh, you know. Everybody get in the bag. Everybody. No, that would overweight the bag very quickly. Everyone only... get in the bus. Get in the bus. <laughs> bus of holding. Nerdy People Play D&D is part of the Nerdy Things Podcast Network. It was put together by myself and the wonderful people you just listened to. The music we use is licensed uh, with permission from Gavin, a miracle of sound done, and he is amazing. You should go buy all this stuff right now. The additional audio comes from Audioblox. If you would like to get in touch with me, please feel free to contact me on Twitter at nerdypeoplednd. Thanks, and take care of yourselves. Cheers.